Welcome back to episode 87 of the Woman of Marvel podcast, where we assemble to chat all things Marvel and more. This is Judy Stevens, producer, bringing you our first of two Daredevil podcasts. We welcome back to the podcast Deborah Ann Wool, our own Karen Page. Plus, we're joined by two new women of Marvel, Elodie Young, Elektra herself, and Elodie stunt double, Lauren Mary Kim. First up, we chat to Deborah on where we left Karen in season one and what we can expect from season two. Welcome to the Women of Marvel podcast, where we assemble to talk all things Marvel and more. This is Judy Stevens, producer, and I am bringing you another one of the amazing, marvelous <laughs> women of Marvel, Miss Deborah Ann Wool. Hi, thanks Hi. for that. <laughs> so this is the second time we're talking. Mm-hmm. First time in person, which I'm very excited yeah. about. Yeah. Um, I, I, what you did with Karen in season one was phenomenal. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, I was talking earlier uh, with Marco, and I was saying that I, when I when I started the series, I went obviously for Daredevil because that's what everyone went in. Mm-hmm. But I think I left the series with that last scene mm. with you guys in front of the apartment building, yeah. and I was like, oh, I want to see where Karen goes. <laughs> like that's what I want to see. And I think that you know what you brought to the role and the the writing and just mm. everything like it made an amazing character. Another amazing female character mm-hmm. within the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, I think we, we set up something really incredible in the first season that we'll build on in the second. And I mean, part of what fascinates me is Karen's past. We have all these, you know, very enticing little hints into what, what she, who she is, where she's from. And, you know, we'll get a little bit more of that this season. But, you know, I like that it's a slow burn. And I, uh, I like that uh, she's got some mystery to her. And what I think is really great is that, you know, you are Karen is a character mm-hmm. in a world full of super, superheroes. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But and you don't have any powers, but mm-hmm. you still stand up. You're you're as powerful. Yeah. In some ways it, it makes her, you know, she she can't throw a punch the way that Matt can. She can't fly. She can't do any of those things. But she still despite the, you know, her her perceived physical you know weakness, she she will still stand up and, and be braver in some ways because, um she doesn't have those other things at her advantage. Um, you know, she uses her brain and she uses her guts and uh, and her tenacity. You know, I think a lot of people expected her to just give up, which is something that I think a lot of people expect of, of women in these situations. And I'm like, that she doesn't. She absolutely will not give up. Even if you think she's annoying, even if you think she's, uh, you know, headstrong or, or pushy, she pushes through. And I think that's a remarkable quality. And I think that's something that we need in mm-hmm. our, you know, all these idea about a woman being pushy mm-hmm. is is such a is an ingrained in our society. Yeah. The idea of like a woman being too loud or too too right. this or too that, and you know, your Karen and your role and standing up and everything. It just it's it's such a great icon for for yeah. young girls out there. Well, and that she can also be soft and vulnerable. That it's 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 these dual sides of women. That, that there's this sense that you kind of have to pick. You're either a girly girl or you're a tomboy. And I, I love that, you know, we can say, well, you can look like Karen and be super strong or you can look like someone else and have an extremely vulnerable side. And, you know, Karen represents, I think, that that wide range very well. 
And you now have a new additional female yeah. on the cast. Super cool. We love Elodie. What is it? What has it been like having an, another woman in the room? <laughs> it's so fantastic. She and I, we had brunch the other day and we were just like, you know, comparing our notes on how it was to work with different directors and things. And, it, you know, it's just um, it's just great to feel like the sort of the responsibility of representing women in this story and in Marvel's world. You know, I have I have we can support each other in that, that, that she can she can represent a, a different kind of complicated, you know, uh, wide spectrum kind of woman. And she was like so specific about when we were talking to her about mm. how Electra is not just a ninja. No, my God, not at all. She is this intricate character who has all this story to spin, and yeah, uh, and that's pretty amazing. Like, oh and I, yeah, and I think that's the great the great telling of the writing yeah. on this series. Mm-hmm. The ability to write a character to be multiple. Levels. Well, I'm also thinking, you know, and I don't think it's to give anything away of of not necessarily pitting Electra and Karen against each other. That these are not, you know, it's not women that you're going to pick who's the better one or anything like that. These are two completely complex, very different people who are both deserving of love, both deserving of of rewards um, and and conflict, <laughs> and uh, and and it, it it doesn't have to be about competition. And I will say that the 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 one reigning thing that I've of all the people I've talked to today is collaboration. Yeah, all of you guys come together, not just the actors or the writers, but costume, yeah, hair, makeup. We were we were telling tales about your beautiful hair earlier, <laughs> <laughs> with cat hair as oh, she is called. Cat. She said your hair was like Rapunzel's hair. Oh, she's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but I was saying that I was watching you film a scene in there mm-hmm. earlier, and it, it was really f- interesting because you. Guys where everyone was like, you're clearly like, it's a scene and it's (laughs) negative and things like that. And something's really crazy, dangerous is happening. And then you're like in the camera going... Yeah, then we're goofing off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's so refreshing. Yeah, I mean, I think also, Yudras, we're at the end here, and our schedule is ridiculously long and hard, and every single crew member is on for more hours than any actor. I mean, Charlie obviously is here a ridiculous amount of time, but but really, they take the brunt of the schedule, and uh, I just feel like anything that I can do when I'm on set to remind them that we're grateful and we're, you know, that what they're doing is awesome and that it's a good time and that, you know, uh, I'm just here to support them as much as, you know, they're here to support me. So I will let you get back to work then <laughs> so that we don't take too much of your time. But can you tease a little bit of what we expect from Carrot in season two? Sheesh. Um, I mean, I guess I guess I could say. You know, Karen Karen gets involved in sort of yet another secret, another conspiracy, something that, you know, she appears to be the only one who can see deeper than the, the rest of the community. And, uh, you know, she's on a mission to expose the truth. Well, we can't wait to see <laughs> all of season two of Daredevil. Thank you for joining us again. Oh, my pleasure. We will check you guys later. This is Marvel, your universe. Next, we chat preparing to play Electra and how the costumes shape the role with Elodie. Welcome to the Women of Marvel podcast, where we assemble to talk all things Marvel and more. This is Judy Stevens, producer. I am on the Daredevil Season 2 set right now, and I'm very excited to bring another woman of Marvel, a brand new woman of Marvel. Welcome to the family, Elodie Young. 
Say hi. Hello. Hello. And you pronounce my name very well. Thank you. No worries. I definitely researched while Blake was doing his podcast. I was like, I want to pronounce it right. So one of the things that I found amazing and sort of, uh, and when you were announced at New York Comic Con at the big panel, you know, I, I, I'm not always in the know, so I didn't know that you had been cast. And you walk out on stage and they're like, oh, she's a black belt. And I was like, what? That's, I'm so excited. So, you know, do you think that bringing the black belt sort of helped you become, understand Electra more because she is this sort of fierce ninja? Um, yeah, I guess so. You know, like, it's, a, it's, it's a physical part, not only, but definitely it's, it's a big part of it. So um, I, think it's all, I think it's always um, important to, to understand every aspect of your character, and it's one of them. And, uh, and, and I've trained for so many years, you know. I, I did it since I was uh, nine years old, um, so I, and I did a lot of competitions, and, um, and I, I stopped when I went to university. So I'm like, okay, let's just like focus on something else. But it was um, a big part of my life, just training and try to... Uh, it's also like, I don't know. Yeah, it, it really helped me, I guess, to... Um, for Electra. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great. I, I, you know, I like as as an athlete myself. What um, do you do? Um, I'm a triathlete, oh, so wow, I do. Okay. I like to stuff. be an overachiever. So I, I not only <laughs> swim, I swim bike red. Okay, I'm just gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you might actually work more than I do a day. No, you were talking about your Friday ninja punching. Yeah, but that's one day a week. That's actually my my workout for the week. I'm quite lazy, <laughs> like for real. People think that I'm like, I like to like, you know, do a lot. But no, I've done a lot. So I have like the skills to do it. I can like fake it very well. Um, But yeah, every Friday is my workout. (laughs) That's it. So, so Electra is part of this Hell's Kitchen, this gritty world Mm -hmm. in New York City. You know, what was your preparation? How did you sort of get in like, because it's the comics, but it's also New York at the same time. What was your, your process for preparing? Uh... Hey, that's a good question that I can think about now. Um, you know, I yeah, I definitely had to read uh, the comics because I wanted to have more materials. I watched the series; that was one thing. I wanted to know a bit a bit more about her and and know about Daredevil and their relationship and all that. So I definitely you know read the uh, the comics. Uh, and then we had what's good about Marvel it's that we had a few meetings we had a lot of auditions so you know that helped also the process now that I'm thinking about it like even before I got the part they would throw new scenes at me with new notes and then so it would just uh, give me a a clearer idea of what was this character Um, so so I think, yeah, the preparation started earlier on during the audition process. Um, but then after that, uh, I had a lot of uh, chats and we shared a lot of ideas with, um, with uh, the people from Marvel, with the writers. Uh, and uh, that also uh, uh, fed me, you know. Um, and as I said, you know, the sociopathy was something that came on... Uh, in one of the conversations, so I I I I, I uh, educated myself about it as well. Um, so it's, it's a lot of you know things. What sort of drew you to Electra? Why did you want to play her? 
I think it's really in the first place. I, di- I didn't know I was, I was auditioning for her. Oh. They're very secretive. <laughs> uh, it's the quality of the writing. You know, it's not every day that you go in an audition and you have like uh, two, three pages for one scene. You have two scenes to do. And, uh, and it's, it's, it was really, really exciting for me. I had a lot of fun doing it because she seemed, uh, it seemed to me that she could go in every direction, really. So I was like, okay, let's just do your thing and then just have fun with it. And I guess they liked it. And then, um, so yes, yeah, the writing really the, uh, in the first place. And then when I knew it was, I was auditioning for Electra, I was like, okay, let's, let's have a look. Oh, wow, that's exciting. She seems to be a very strong woman, uh, very independent, and, and someone that I could actually not figure out at first. When I started to read Electra's Assassin or, you know, all the Electra's um, comics, I couldn't really figure out who she was. Was she a good person, a bad person, or you know, you try to narrow the the character, you, and I and I still can't figure out. And I think that's the beauty of it. It's she is a very complex person, uh, someone who who I see her as someone who has some some sort of uh, a disease that she can't get rid of. This is how I approach her. She wants to be good. But maybe there's something else that she can't, you know, overcome. Is, you know, it's very complex, so I like it. I find that a lot of our female characters are very, you know, good. They're not necessarily good and they're not necessarily bad. You know, maybe what they think they're, they're doing for good is, yeah. is actually something bad. But they struggle with that. You know, I, I, we have a lot of great characters. And I think that is sort of what w- will make Electra be so great on on screen because she is a character that resonates with the fans. She is an element of, of Daredevil's world that is a very male-driven world, but yet here she is, and she is fierce and of her own right. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And think, yeah, she, she comes in this... She, she comes because she probably misses him a lot, but also she needs him, you know? And, uh, and then she... I really see her as a... I don't know how to say in English, like, un électron libre, you know? She's on her own. Yes, she she grew, you know, she's been taught by uh, Stick, you know, this war that she has to fight against the hand and all that. She kind of grew grew up in a in a cult, you know, let's like to, to, if we can say it this way. Uh, but at the same time, she is on her own, really. She's someone who's very l- lonely or uh, solitaire, like she lives on her own. She's a woman of of her own. Mm -hmm. She's very independent and uh, she'd do what she has to do if she wants to do it or, you know, no question about it. Um, And I'm I'm drawn by, you know, strong female characters, definitely. I think we need them uh, and it's very exciting uh, to, to do. Well, I can't wait to see you bring her to life. Yeah. So one final question, and then I will let you get to work. Uh, we we talked to uh, the costume designer, mm-hmm. who talked about your her three the three versions of Electra. How how much does the costume help you build the character? Um, it's a good question. It helps a lot. You know, there's like okay, there's three steps, but there's also Electra coming from this very um, wealthy background. And I'm not. So just wearing like the designer clothes and they, you know, they really made the point of doing, of doing it 
in the show for for her. So that helps. It everything helps, you know. Uh, you put you put heels, you feel different. I wear uh, how do you call this trainers, and then well, this is me every day. You know, it's because it's convenient, but and then you feel different. So uh, so yeah, uh, you know, having those designer clothes at first, it really helped me to 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 to. Um, yeah, to, to put my to put myself in her shoes, and then to progressively uh, go to this uh, electro look. You know, when she's at night and she fights and all that. You know, it, it really helps. Uh, she's uh, she hides. She's she's got weapons. Uh, it's we, the the stage two. We wanted to make it very practical. Uh, this is stage three. Uh, it's practical as well which I think fits uh, very well in, in the world of Daredevil, um, but it's also badass. Uh, and, then, <laughs> and, then, and yes, when I'm, you know, like uh, last night when I was on the roof in my costume, I'm like, yeah, I'm a superhero, you know, let's play. It's, it's fun. It helps you. And, uh, and when you have to kick ass, then, you know, it's definitely helpful. Well, I want to thank you for joining us. Well, thank you. We are very excited to see you come to life. We Electra come to life. So, <laughs> well, I hope you like it. I think it'll be amazing. <laughs> thank you. This is Marvel, your universe. And finally, we chat stunts with Lauren Mary Kim. Welcome to the Woman of Marvel podcast, where we assemble to talk all things Marvel and more. This is Judy Stevens, producer, bringing you another Daredevil Season 2 podcast. And I'm very excited because I have a stunt performer with me. I'm very, I like LED's stunt bubble, Electra's stunt double. Uh, Miss Lauren Kim, welcome. Thank you. So you had a fierce handshake. <laughs> that, I'm just going to state that. We just shook hands, and it was amazing. Oh, thank so you. So <laughs> you clearly stand up to your ability to kick my butt. I would never do that, though, ever in a million years. <laughs> Unless it was scripted. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you've done a lot of work, actually, in stunts. Like, I was looking at your IMDb. You worked on such a wide range of different types of films. But what made you want to get into stunts? Um... I was actually a dancer first, and I realized that that wasn't really the path for me. It just didn't resonate with me. Um, and then I met a bunch of stunt guys, and they introduced me to this world, and I was like, wow, this is me. Um, everything I've ever been about, and like being a tomboy, and uh, bringing characters to life in another physicality, like a physical way, um, which I just loved. And so this was really the career path for me. So why don't you talk a little bit about what your actual, like, job is? I mean, obviously, you step in and, you know, do the, the, do the actual action scenes and, and do the fight scenes and stuff like that. But I'm sure it's a lot more than just those few elements. Um, definitely. Like, our main goal as stunt double is to keep our actors safe and to make them look amazing on screen. Um, this job has been like a blessing because um, I've been able to create Electra with Elodie and it's been really great. And we've been collaborating and talking about the character and who she is. Um, she's just not just a badass, which people just think of when they first think of Electra. But there's so many elements to her. Um, she's daring. She's provocative. She's sexy. So we wanted to bring that element out in the movement. Um, 
so that was really important for us. Um, of course, as a stunt double, you are doing all the wrecks, the falls, the wire gags, and um, obviously we don't want the actors to do that because it's unsafe for them, and uh, we need to keep them uh, ready and able to work for next episode <laughs> next episode. So, you know, obviously then your preparation process for something like this is more than just like getting into shape. You're learning who Electra is. Exactly. I did a lot of research before I got this job. I I uh, Wikipedia'd her. I read a couple of comic books. I watched some of the movies. Um, and so I was able to understand who she is. And then I actually studied Elodie on set with her acting scenes. And I even watched how she walked. And um, because as a person, she... She's not just Electra. She's bringing herself into this. So I really wanted the essence of her and to mimic her as much as I could. Wow. Sounds like like a stalker, but (laughs) (laughs) I told her that. She's like, oh, it's not creepy at all. I'm like, I do that to a lot of my actresses before I work with them or while I'm working with them. So I can just get their walk down or the swagger of like their essence. So it's really important to me to really find those character moments for them. Yeah, I like I like that makes so much sense. I've never really I would never have thought of that until you said it. But like I'm a photographer and so I can actually because I spend a lot of time photographing people, I can actually tell by the back of someone if it's actually the person I know. Just like the little detailings like the the like the way that they move their hips and stuff like that. Everyone is so unique and and those little elements so that when, you know, you're doing a scene and you're stepping in for Elodie, you know, there's there's a seamless flow from 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 her scene to your scene. Oh, thank you. It's really amazing. Yeah, I can't wait to see Electra come to life. I think it's Me too. I'm really excited. And you know, I can't take all the credit for all the physicality of Electra because Elodie is probably one of the most talented actors I've ever worked with. She can move and learn choreography so fast and have the same intensity and energy um, as a stunt person sometimes. And I'm just like so wowed by her because she really is incredible. Well, and I think that's like parts that is the black belt part, like the fact that she actually knows karate. Is that is that something sort of unique for you working with, you know, an actor? Do you is are you guys like you come together and you both it all makes sense to you? Yeah, it's like a marriage of that sounds really weird, but it sounds like (laughs) a marriage of one. But yeah, she is super talented and uh, her physicality is like on point, like. Seriously, and I've doubled a lot of different women in this industry, and uh, her black belt background does help a lot, and um, she gets it. When I tell her a note, she gets it right away. I don't have to over-explain it or anything. We're on the same page most of the time because we understand the character together, so it's been a really creative and fun journey to be on with her. Is there a scene that you're looking forward to seeing come to life? I don't know if that's going to be like a mad spoiler alert or not, but um, there's a bunch of scenes I'm really excited to see. I mean, see how it's going to all play out together. And um, there's a lot of story elements that, you know, is going to be really cool for the fans to see that the coordinator, the stunt coordinator and the fight coordinator like thought about and really took the time to put these into the pieces of the fights. I don't want to spoil anything, so okay, I don't want to say anything. <laughs> Everyone has to go watch all of it. So changing gears slightly, um, what is what are your sort of your workout regimen? Like what is, you know, obviously, does it change per show depending on what you do? Yeah, this show, um, the stunt coordinator, Philip, 
uh, really wanted me to work on some tricking skills. So um, like a month before I got the job, I was training really hard and I hired a private coach to help me in some tricking ability and me thinking of different movement that would be really good for the character. So I, I really worked on that. And then I was doing a lot of plyometrics because that would help me with my jumping and my uh, tricking ability and gymnastic stuff. Um, and then just martial arts. I do a lot of martial art training. I have a Taekwondo black belt. Um, I've also done some Wushu and I also trained C-Lot and JKD and, uh, and, uh, Filipino martial arts. So try to be very, very well versed in that arena, um, because Electra is very well versed in all martial arts. So I thought that was really important to bring all those different characteristics of martial arts into her fight style. And I have to thank uh, the stunt coordinator and the fight coordinator for all that, for helping me and guiding me through all this. That sounds all sounds very amazing. I love working <laughs> out, so I love talking about working out things. Yeah. So. But you have to, like, um, get some uh, meditation and yoga in there, too, to balance it out. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise you're just like, yeah, yeah, I'm fighting, I'm fighting. Yeah, and you're it's like, too much the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so one last question for you. Do you sure have any suggestions or advice for those who may want to get started in the stunt world? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think training is one of the most important things. Um, take an acting class because acting will definitely help. Even if you don't want to be an actor, it's going to help you in any role as an, a stunt performer because you're a character. If you're not doubling someone, you're still a character. And people have to remember that it's not just taking a fall. It's about the essence of characters that really bring out a person and um um, what else? Staying humble and um, and just stay professional, I guess. <laughs> That's great. That's good advice. Cool. Thanks. Well, I want to thank you for joining us. So hopefully everyone is as excited. Look for the little moments where you'll see Lauren. Thank maybe not so Elodie. <laughs> <laughs> we will check you guys later. This is Marvel, your universe. Thanks to the lovely ladies of Daredevil for joining us on the podcast. Season two of Marvel's Daredevil is now streaming on Netflix. It's time to Netflix and binge. As always, if you have questions for us, please email us at womanof at marvel.com or tweet at marvel hashtag womanofmarvel. We'll be back next week with the Women of Marvel C2E2 panel. We'll check you guys later. This is Marvel, your universe.